You're listening to Wiretap with Jonathan Goldstein on CBC Radio 1 and Sirius Satellite Radio 137. Today's episode, Soulmate. This is all before you decided to run off with Tommy. Before you, quote-unquote, had found your soul's mate, a man who could tame your indomitable spirit, a man who could quench your thirst for all things at once. This was back when you were still with me, a man who could hardly even quench your thirst for a soda. We were living together in Brooklyn. It was the summer, and you said you wanted to road trip through Canada to discover the Great White North, and discover it you did, using my broken heart as a road map. For all along the Trans-Canada, you broke my heart, Joanne. On many golf courses in St. John's, you putt my heart like a pigeon egg through windmills. On Alberta prairies, you reared your foot all the way back to the Maritimes, and Roundhouse kicked my heart up through the top of my head. In greasy spoon diners, you ate my heart like a sweaty soft-shell tortilla, and played sad songs on the jukebox of my soul, paid for with quarters made from the rusted fillings of my teeth teeth chattering about your betrayal, teeth broken like cash register mints, impotent mints, for they could never bring minty freshness to the gray cobwebbed manse of my soul. In Calgary truck stop bathrooms you peered into the urinal of my heart and pulled out the urinal stones of my soul. Trembling in a wet bathing suit, wrapped in the threadbare lie that was your love, my flesh became a sandpaper made of goosebumps, which you, Joanne, used to sandpaper off the toenails of my cherubs, cherubs whose backs you stabbed with the steely blades of my own lack love. Hitchhiking in your red Hyundai through Manitoba, I turned to you, aloof, blonde-haired, filled with reproach, the invisible laser beams of your hatred sighing the invisible piano wires of my soul's halo pleading, screaming, tearing my heart into a bloody punk rocker's t-shirt with the desperate fingernails of my soul. As you, Joanne, checked your cell phone's voice messages, telling me, finger in one ear to block out the sound of my voice, and I quote, Can you please just shush for ten seconds? I think I have a message from Tommy. Tommy. Yes. Tommy. Yeah. Well, actually, that's my husband's name. You're using his yeah, name. But, well, that's that's a, it's a part of the poem. I don't want to hear his name on the radio. He doesn't want to hear his name on the radio. You can't well, reference. I, can't, I, I just say Tommy. And Joanne. Well, that's your name. Uh huh. It it I use it for a rhyme scheme later on in the poem. You're kidding me. I rhyme Joanne with woe man. Woe man. Like woe man or woe like... is man. Woe man. You you know you're the woe man. I'm the man. Oh Joanne. my God! I, you have to change it. I don't look, want you using my okay, name. Look, Forget you know it. What? Move you, it. You I don't use... want you. You're not allowed. It's my name. No. You know what? I called you up on the telephone because I wanted to clear it with you. Okay? And I, I obviously want... don't want you to. Read I, you it. know what? I was actually expecting you to be touched. Are, are you really mad about this? Have you never been celebrated in verse? I don't want to hear it. No one's going to know that it's you and your husband. You, you know what you I mean? You reference. 
sense. You reference the, uh, my red Hyundai. Did you hear the stuff that I said about that diner that we stopped in where we played the jukebox? No. You didn't get that reference? No, I didn't get that. Or what about the mini golf course? Remember when we played mini golf? Was that after hours? When you made us sneak in and we just walked the course and we couldn't even rent the clubs? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that was really fun. You know, Joanne, you have a very selective memory. You know that? You know, I remember the good. I see the good. You no, know, you make it up. You're pathological. I'm not. You're making it up. You know, you're you're the kind of person who's, who who only sees the worm and never the never the apple that the worm is inside. You just see the the worm. I see the apple. That's so not true. You wouldn't even buy the apple. No way. In fact, I prefer if you just scratch the whole thing all together. I mean, this chart... First of all, it's not very good. Second oh. of all, I don't want to hear it. Oh, well, you know what? It's an invasion of my privacy. It's an invasion of his privacy. It's personal. Well, that's what writers do. Look, I have to follow my muse. That's pathetic. Listen, your husband knows we had a relationship. It's a part of your history as well as mine. <sighs> you know what I mean? He's an adult. That's, you know, that's what he understands that you dated a writer. It's obnoxious. Honestly, what do you want? Do you want us all to stand up and applaud your great poem? I mean, this isn't the whole poem. It's a part of a, uh -huh. of, of, actually, it's a part of a 420 page poem about betrayal. It's called Trans Canada Delilah. You're kidding. No. That whole, like, you know, trans-Canadian road trip. And you think that's normal? You know, you probably don't remember how we spoke. I mean, we spoke about it as something that was going to be incredibly romantic. And it and it basically became the worst experience of my life. You 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 know what? You tied my heart to the back bumper and you hit the gas pedal. That's oh, what it was like. We made it through three You're provinces. So dramatic. You know, it, it was our dream. You know, I mean, it, it, didn't, no, it turned into no, a nightmare. No, 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 no. It was your dream. It wasn't my dream. I hate road trips. I get car sick. I remember you having a passion. I don't know. No. You liked... No way. You know what? It was manipulative on your part, I think. Why? I think, honestly, I think it was your attempt to get me out of Brooklyn. I think that you sensed I was getting closer to Tommy. Our relationship was going nowhere. Right, and right. And you practically kidnapped me, and you insisted that we go on this road trip, which you knew I didn't want to do. I had to do all the driving. You don't even drive. Oh, come on. You don't even drive. You made me drive the entire time. How would you even think that would be fun for me? You wouldn't even let me play the radio. I just had to listen to your poetry 24-7. Well, that was our plan. You were going to drive, and I was going to... No, gonna... that was your plan. I thought it was... You know, you used to write poems also. Do you remember that poems. at least? You're exaggerating. You I did wrote, not write poems. You wrote poems. No. You, you know what I did? I wrote one haiku because you were driving me crazy, and I did it to shut you up. I remember the haiku that you wrote. It was about my hair. Do you remember it? Do you remember how it went? Squash spider under, under my, my boot. boot. Where do I put the rag? Where do I keep the shoe rags? So stupid. I still remember it. And so do you, Evan. Why do you remember that? Well, why do you remember it? Because it was like one piece of poetry. One piece, John. One piece. That's it. You used to like poetry. Do you remember how okay, you used you to like... you know what? People change. You, I mean, do you, do you remember the things that we used to do? You, you you don't remember how you know when we when me and you used to live in Brooklyn together and how we'd buy sunflowers and do you remember Louis flower shop around the corner from from our yeah, place? Yeah, yeah, of course I remember that. You wanted to you know you were writing you what happened to your journals? What'd you do with your journals? You know what? It's, do you show Tommy your journals? I'm not, I can't. This isn't good. You know I'm not I having this you, conversation. You resent the fact. The kids are here. There's a play group going on downstairs. You work this out yourself. It's about you. You work it out. I don't want to hear from it. That's like, it. Like, really? You no. know, who's being no. dramatic? Enough. Come. Enough. I'm not talking to you anymore.
Goodbye. Louis Flower Shop. This is Louis. Uh, uh, Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Um, my name is Jonathan Goldstein. When when I was uh, living in Brooklyn, I used to live just down the street from your from your flower shop. I, I don't know if you remember me. No, I wouldn't remember you. I got so many customers. I'm gonna run it. I would come in each Sunday and I'd buy a single sunflower for my girlfriend. Oh, I you don't. Remember I, I can't. You know, we'd, we'd we'd often pick up sunflowers on rainy days. You know, you know sort of people, a, <laughs> You know how many people come into my shop? So it, well, anyway, you know, we we maintained our friendship after we broke up. So what's that got to do with me? Right, and recently it's it's you know it's sort of fallen into disrepair a little bit. Well, that's sad, but uh, you know, I'm I'm really busy right now. I don't need your uh, pedigree, and I don't mm -hmm. have to hear your life story. But you can, you know. What do you want? Well, you know, I mean, this is well, this is where you come in. You know, I sort of wanted to take a trip down Marymary Lane and, you know, send her um, flowers from Louis Flower Shop. Yeah. All right. So, uh, fine. I'll be Cupid. But I'm Cupid with a business to run. Right. Do you want to order something? I'm here. Okay. All right. Okay. So here, I'll I'll just get to the point. Yeah. I I, I would like to uh, order something, but I'd also like to uh, attach a little poem that was very uh, dear to our hearts. A poem? Yeah. That I was I was hoping that maybe you can include with the flowers uh, that maybe I could recite to you over the telephone. Read it over the phone. Yeah. All right. Wait a second. I gotta find a pen. All right. Hold on a second. O okay. Hold on. All right. All right. Go ahead. Here we go. Il pleure dans mon cœur. What? What's that? It, it's it's a French poem. It's um it's uh, French. It, yeah. It's How am I gonna do a French poem? I never spoke a word of French in my life. Well, maybe we could just do it phonetically. I'll go very slowly. Il pleure dans mon cœur. Il il what? Pleure. Il pleure. Ple, no, pleure dans mon cœur. Pleure dans mon cœur. Okay. Comme il pleure sur la ville. Uh, Camel, camel? No, uh, come, come. Come. It come. means it rains in my heart as it rains in the city. So why can't you do it in English? Well, because it's not. It's just not going to be the same. It's a romantic language, but I, uh, I'm going to have a tough time with this. All right. Um, uh, quelle est cette longueur? Quelle est cette? Yeah. Longer. 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 This longing. Oh, I thought it's longer. Okay. Qui pénètre mon cœur. E, e, oh my God, what is E? Okay, uh, I'll spell it for you. P, E, accent aigu. Oh, uh, wait a minute, what is P? Uh, P. Oh, P. P, E, and then a, a, an accent sort of going from the bottom to the to, uh, to the right-hand top. An accent. Yeah, like, okay. you know, on top of the E. Penetre. Right. Okay, qui pénètre mon cœur. Uh, mon cœur? Yeah. Mon car. Cœur, yeah. Mon car. Cœur. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, um, okay, here we go. Au bruit du... Oh, man. What's that? What's that? Au bruit. Au bruit. No, no, bruit. I got a business to run. I can't sit here and write something, uh, uh, a French poem. Well, I'm sorry. We'll, I'm a one-man we'll operation. I understand. I My phones are ringing. How long is this bloody yeah, thing gonna be? Yeah, no, no. It's 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 it, 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 we're you, we're doing pretty good. It's not it's not much longer. Just uh, not much longer. 
I'm getting right at cramp from this already. Okay, we're almost done. Okay, yeah. Okay, a new stanza. Are you ready? Another stanza. One more. Yeah. Okay. One more. Is this the last stanza? It's, it's the it's the penultimate stanza. The penultimate stanza. Yeah. Whatever the hell that means. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. All right. Il pleure sans raison. Il pleure sans raison. Okay. 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 Par terre et sur les trois. Pat. Pat. Par terre. Pat terre. Par terre. Pat terre. Et sur les trois. Sur les trois. Yeah. Dans ce cœur qui s'écoeure. Dans sucker. Yeah, no, ce cœur. Dans ce cœur. Yeah, okay. qui s'écoeure. He sucker, sick sucker. All right, next stanza. And, uh, I thought you said this was the last. Well, I said no. I said it was the penultimate. This is the. Oh, well, what is penultimate? Well, it means mean? the second to last. Second to this is. Yeah. Uh, uh, is this the last? Yeah, this is the last one. Here we go. You ready? Sans amour et sans haine. Sans amour et sans. What's the last word? N. 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 Okay. Mon, N. Okay. Mon cœur a tant de peine. Mon cœur. 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 Yeah. Okay. A tant de peine. A tant de peine. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Okay. So now give it back to me. What do you mean, give it back to you? I could uh, just about write it down. I'm going to give it back to you now? Well, Is this some sort of joke? No, let me, let me, I'll give you the address. Um, yeah, I hope it's not in French, too. No, no, it, no, it's, uh, 53. Yeah? Prince Street. 53 Prince Street. Yeah, okay. and it's, 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 okay, and it's from Jonathan. From Jonathan. To Joanne. To Joanne. And, uh, and, and, and so you'll attach that to a single sunflower. You can only send one single sunflower with all this French poetry. Well, I mean, this is the tradition that Joanne and I had established. Well, I should get a bushel of roses to this. No, I, I hear what you're saying. It was sort of, you know, well, it was hold just on. like... Listen, not those petunias. No, the other ones. Uh, yeah, those are the ones. Listen, I got a petunia situation here. I got to go. Hello? Hey, Joanne. Mm-hmm. Hey, hi. Um, so you you got the did you did you get the sunflower? I did. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I mean, I just I you know I I felt kind of badly. You know, I felt like we sort of left off on a bad note, and it was very nice. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I feel like you know we should be able to part, and you're right. Similar. Absolutely, I agree. Right. Well, okay. Well, anyway, I hope you enjoy the uh, the sunflower. I did. Yeah. Thanks. That was Um, nice. Thanks. You know, I just sort of wanted to extend the um. The olive branch and um hello hello hi sorry i, I what just, was that uh, the volume i was just trying to, uh-huh. to lower your volume tommy got me this new phone and uh, anyway i can't figure it out sorry what were you saying just yeah in, enjoy the sunflower um great you know um may it okay uh, yeah all right so um well you know good talking um hang on one sec yeah Uh, John? Yeah. I really have to go. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Um, I, all right. Well, um, you know, if you're in, um, if you're, if you're in Montreal, give me a yeah. call. Okay. It would be, it would be nice to hang out. Um, and, yeah. you know, with, with Tommy as well. Okay. It was, it was good talking to okay. you. Okay. Yeah, you too. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh. Oh. Oh, God. So, I can't believe it. Who's that? Jo- Joanne? Jonathan Goldstein. What does he want? 
Yeah, uh, you didn't hang up there. I really don't want to know. He wanted to read me this poem, and uh, it's just really stupid. <laughs> it's really stupid. Anyway, can you pour me some of that? Thanks. Oh, it's good. It's stupid. Um, yeah, so he sent me a flower. That, that sunflower. He sent me one sunflower. Tommy, <laughs> come on. Very funny. Hey, Gregor. I'm, you know, I'm really sorry that I didn't get a chance to say goodbye last night. I was. Um, uh, Believe what, me, you're not saying goodnight was not on my mind last night. Well, what, what time did you get out of the party? I don't know, like three o'clock in the morning or something. Some wow. So you must you you must have been having a great time. Oh uh, yeah, I guess you could say I had a great time. If by great time you mean the worst night of my life. Why? What are you talking about? What am I talking about? I'm talking about your friend Howard who tortured me all night. What do you, what do you think oh, I'm talking about? That's right. You nev that was the first time you ever met my friend Howard. Yeah, I never met your friend Howard. Imagine. So, so, what, what, so what was that like? I'll tell you, it was like it was like a hot pincer being forced in between my eyebrows all the way through the back of my head and then being slowly rotated. Well, he wouldn't shut up, and he was talking to me all night long. Gregor, Howard told me everything about himself from the time when he was 12 years old up until last night oh. over a bowl of nachos that was already depleted after the first 10 minutes because I couldn't think of anything else to do with my hands. Look, and I mean... He, he, he didn't ask me one question about me. All I heard was this unbelievable oh. litany of a sad life. It's and not... I just want to thank you for bringing this guy into my life because he's stalking me and driving me insane. What do, what do you mean stalking you? He probably called me about maybe 23 times. I haven't taken any of the calls. I haven't talked to the guy. By the way, since I've been on the phone with you, he probably called me another 86 times. I mean, who is this guy, and why did you bring him into my life? Hey, uh, Gregor, can you hang on one second? I just got a call waiting. Sure. Okay, one minute. Hello? Hello. Hey, H Howard. Hi. I'm, How you doing, John? Uh, I'm, I'm doing good. Um, listen, I... Uh, I had such a great time last night. Oh, yeah? Uh, I'm uh, so hungover. Really? Mojitos. Mojitos all yeah. night long. Oh, that's... that's uh, I'm sorry, I got a little bit drunk. I think I was a little bit... In your face there last night, all that no. kind of close talking. I kept doing that thing. I got your nose, got your nose, and you were trying to talk to that lady and stuff. And well, that's... I, I think it was one of the best nights of my life. Yeah. Good thing there was no lampshade around because I, that's like my, you know, that's my trademark move. You know, grab the lampshade. I seem to remember you actually. You, did, did I? You, I was you so, did. Yeah. I, think I don't you remember. You know, I mean, that's a party. That's like. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Best moment of the evening. Mm -hmm. Top of the heap. Yeah. I got a chance to meet your friend Gregor. The famous Gregor last night. Yeah, that's right. Eh? I, I can't believe you never introduced me to that guy. I know. I don't. Yeah. Then, I um. I gotta say, the guy's a dreamboat. I mean, we linked on every single subject you can imagine. I mean, you know, our our eating habits. The guy ate an entire bowl of nacho chips. I mean, just sat there, just consumed an entire giant bowl of nacho chips all to himself. The whole, even, wow. I, I didn't want to interfere. I mean, I felt the guy was on a mission. You know, he's got dry scalp. I have dry scalp. I tried calling him. I left him a message, but I, I'm I'm not getting through, and I haven't I haven't heard back from him yet. And uh -huh. I, I was just wondering, I, maybe I took the number down wrong or something. I, you, you have this number at work or something? 
Howard, could you just hold the line for a minute because I just have someone on the other um, sure, on yeah. the other end. Yeah, yeah okay. Find the number, even maybe even like his number at home, maybe his family's number, his mom's number, something like that. Right. Okay. Uh, h- hang on one second. Okay. Gregor. Yeah. Um, I have Howard on the other line, and he he wants your number at work. Oh, really? Could you do me a favor? Yeah. Could you give him something for me? Yeah. Could you give him a restraining order? Gregor, he's under he's under the impression you guys had a great time last night. Yeah, well, I th- I'm under the impression that my head is going to wind up in some cardboard box next to the freeway. Why did you give him your phone number then? I didn't give him my phone number. What do you think? I'm insane. He must have looked me up somehow. And thank God I didn't tell him where I work or my work phone number. I got to get things done. You know, you talk a mean game behind his back, but last night, like for you know three four hours, you were like uh, like you were like a little uh, titmouse. I was physically afraid. I was physically afraid. For four hours. He's a big guy. He followed me in the bathroom. I thought he was going to follow me all the way home. You didn't mention that he was like a recently paroled maniac who was going to be following me around all night and tormenting. You're being very, you're judging him very harshly. He's a big teddy bear. You know what he told me? He told me we were brothers of a different mother. And then he made some comment about we have the same scalp or hair or something like that. What kind of shampoo do I use? We have the same hair. I mean, this guy is insane. Oh, okay, fine. I'll, 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 I'll be right back. Hang on. Hey, uh, Howard. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, you know, I'm I'm like I'm I'm just looking all over the place. I realize that I I I, I guess I don't have his work number. Nothing nowhere, huh? No, I'm mm. sorry. Um, he said he works in, in computers or something like that. Uh huh. You know, I'll, I'll just go through the phone book, I guess. Uh, maybe something will jog my memory. Wait, wait a second. Like you're gonna look through the whole. You're gonna look through the whole phone book. Yeah. I have time. I mean, I got nothing to do today, really. Anyway, it's so gray out. Okay, all right. Well, I'll let, I'll let you get to it, Howard. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Okay, take care, Howard. Bye. Bye-bye. Do you know what he's doing right now? Well, why would I know what he's doing? He's looking up your work number. He has no idea what you do, but he's looking up your number. I hope you didn't tell him what I do. He thinks that you work with computers. I told him like six times I'm a marine biologist. Well, you know, and, and I didn't say anything, you know, which made me feel terrible. You should feel terrible when you betray me, my confidence, my personal identity theft information, because last night a frightening stranger had me trapped in a cage death match between him and the refrigerator, and when I got home I had to take a shower to wash the fear sweat from my armpits. Actually, uh, he's calling back. Would you, would you just do me a favor and please just talk to him? I was absolutely not. Uh, okay, all right, H- hang on a second. Hello? Hi. Hey, hey, I'm Howard. sorry you bother No, it's it's okay. I'm not, I'm really not having any luck here. I'm going through the phone book. Yeah. And I know it's not as fun as I thought it would be. So there must be something. You don't have any kind of any link to, to this guy in any way. I mean, I just I have the same number as you do. I guess you know his, his number at home, but uh. Mm-hmm. Even though you, you work with the guy and, you, and your friends, you can't seem to find. We don't it. we don't really work together so mm-hmm. much, but I mean. Uh, mm mm. I know what's going on now. Really? All right. You, yeah. Yeah. You know, I Howard Gregor's, you know, he's a mid- yeah, he's kind yeah. of a weird... You're jealous. What? You're jealous. What am I jealous of? What are you jealous of? You saw me there at the party with Gregor. We were hitting it off. We're laughing. We're talking. We're bonding. Oh, you Howard. couldn't stand it. You I, couldn't stand it. I'd be friends with one of your friends. Why would I care? your elite. What are you talking about, my elite? What are you, I, I, yeah, and you got me, the newspaper boy, sitting there, you know, perish the thought that we should be friends. You just couldn't Howard, take it. that is crazy, Howard. I, I was very glad for both of you to meet. You, you know, know, I'm going to tell you something right now, and I don't like putting my foot down so firmly, but I'm going to have to do this. There's nothing, there is nothing that you can do to keep me away from Gregor. 
I will find him. I will be in touch with Gregor. And you can't stop us, John. I'm not trying to stop. Listen. Yeah. Anyway, try. Gregor. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's a really nice guy, you know, and all you had to do is just take his phone call. You don't have a lot of friends, Gregor. And, you know, a guy like Howard might be like a really nice presence in your life. Right. Well, you know what? I think, I think the reason you have a lot of friends is that you're not very selective about who you become friends with. You have no taste in people. In fact, you have no taste in anything. What? You know, and now that I think about it, it's reflected in the way you dress, in the way you eat. Oh, really? Next time I see you, I, I'm going to get you one of those foam clown noses because you walk around like a bozo, and, and you will attract other bozos. And, and someday you and your army of bozos can go marching over the hill into the sunset, but all I'm asking is leave me out of okay. it. I don't can, need to be part okay. of your bozo army. All right, hang do you want to hold the line for a moment? Okay. I have, thank you. I have call with Bozo. One second. Hello. Hey, John. Howard. I'm sorry about oh, that. Oh, hey. I just lost it. No, no, Howard, really. It's. Oof. Hey, guess what? Mm. I got some good news. What was that? Um, uh, just called me up on the telephone, coincidentally. On the other line, right now. You got Gregor on the other line. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, just, uh, hang on one second. I'll, I'll just conference you guys together. Oh. Yeah. Rapture. I know. Okay, do you want to hang oh, on? Oh, well. Uh, hold the line. Here we go. Okay. I'll just hit conference. Uh, uh, hey, Gregor? Yeah. Guess what I got on the line here? Gregor! It's, it's Howard. Oh hey! Oh my God! Crazy! I can't believe cool? the phone. He's been. He's. It turns yeah. out he's been. He's been looking all over for you. Gregor. I've been trying to find you twenty-four solid hours. I've been searching through phone books like a virtual pilgrimage trying to find you. Yeah, let's make sure you guys uh, exchange coordinates. Boy, oh boy! You clean those nachos, boy. You love your nachos. That was great. I can barely go to the bathroom by myself now. I feel lonely when I go to the washroom by myself. Okay, I'm just gonna sign off. Nacho man! Nacho man! Nacho man! It's gonna be death. Legger, my Gregor, my girlfriend. On Wiretap today, you heard Mary Claude Pallet, Buzz Goldstein, Michael Wiesel, Gregor Ehrlich, and Howard Chakowitz. Wiretap is written and performed by Jonathan Goldstein and produced by Jonathan Goldstein with Mira Bertwintonic, Wendy Dore, and Carolyn Warren. Tune into Wiretap Sunday at 1, 4 Pacific Time, and Friday evening at 8.30. You can also hear Wiretap across North America on Sirius Satellite Radio 137. Reach us through our website at cbc.ca slash wiretap. So how, how'd you get home from the party anyway? I took a cab. And, and like, and like, did it take long? No, it took the usual amount of time. So we'll talk more soon. Yeah. Uh, did, did, uh, what time did you go to bed that night? Yeah, just after I got home is when I did that. So. Yeah. Did you have a tummy ache like from from eating all those nachos? No, tummy was good. Nacho man can handle his nachos, but okay. let's, um, um, let's like, I, I, I didn't really have any nachos. When I got home, I made myself like I had leftover like meatballs, and I I kind of mixed it together. I said I put it in the blender, and I made it kind of like a meatball shake, kind of varying up like a sub.